0: You're listening to the NRSNG NCLEX Prep Podcast. Are you ready? Demolish the NCLEX with free prep courses at NRSNGAcademy.com. Hundreds of hours of HD video and dozens of cheat sheets. Never guess on an NCLEX question again. Free for life and available on any device. NRSNGAcademy.com is your free ticket to RN. Don't waste hundreds of dollars on NCLEX Prep and don't be the 19% that fails the first time around. Get started for free today at NRSNGAcademy. Okay, Addison's disease and Cushing's disease are very interesting uh, disease process, okay? So let's talk about it really quickly, uh, what it is and kind of what's going on. So first of all, when we talk about Addison's and Cushing's, what we're talking about is we're talking about disorders of the adrenal glands. Now the adrenal glands sit on top of the kidney. We have an adrenal cortex and we have an adrenal medulla, okay? Okay. Within the adrenal medulla, what we secrete here is epinephrine and norepinephrine. Okay. From the cortex, we actually secrete uh, steroid hormones. So we secrete things like glucocorticoids, mineral corticoids, uh, and those are secreted from the adrenal cortex. Okay, now these are, these are secreted due to biofeedback from our body depending on the um, kind of different situations going on within the body. Um, So like epinephrine, norepinephrine, part of the sympathetic nervous system, fight or flight response. With steroids, steroids uh, are going to decrease inflammation, decrease swelling, decrease immune response. Um, They can lead to increased blood sugars. uh, And so they play a role in our body. Now what happens with Addison's disease is we actually have a hyposecretion of adrenal cortex hormones. So, from our adrenal cortex, what happens in Addison's is we have a decrease in the secretion of these steroids, okay? So, this decreased level of glucocorticoids and mineral corticoids, what happens here is it leads to hyponatremia, hyperkalemia, hypoglycemia, decreased volume and it can be very fatal if untreated, okay? So if our patient isn't able to afford to care for this or isn't doesn't recognize that something's wrong or something's off and we don't get this tested and determine that the patient actually has Addison's disease, this can be very fatal for them, okay? So again, Addison's disease is hyposecretion of adrenal cortex hormones. So I I made this little chart here and I want you to to print this chart out and understand what's going on here. What we have here is we have Addison's disease versus Cushing's disease. With Addison's, we're talking hypo. With Cushing's disease, we're talking hyper. Okay, but for now, let's focus on Addison's disease, okay? So what happens with Addison's disease is we end up in our cardiovascular system, we end up with uh, hypotension and tachycardia. Our patient is going to experience weight loss. They're going to have this this hyperpigmentation of their skin. They're going to kind of have this bronzy color, okay? as far as electrolytes go, they're going to have hyperkalemia, hypercalcemia, hyponatremia, and hypoglycemia. Remember, we talked really quickly about how when you give steroids, your patient's blood sugars are going to skyrocket, okay? So since we're, we're, we're low, we're on our uh, secretion of steroids here, we're going to actually have hypoglycemia. Okay, where with Cushing's we're gonna, we're going to have hyper. Okay, so what happens here when your patient initially? So say it's a female that's developing Addison's disease. At first, they're going to notice that they're losing weight and they're getting this bronze color and they're looking. They're they're going to feel like they're looking really good, right? They're going to be tan, and they're going to have uh, weight loss, so they're going to be feeling really good. And then eventually, they're going to start feeling worse and worse um, as they have these electrolyte imbalances, uh, hypoglycemia and eventually they'll go to the doctor and they'll be tested and find out they have Addison's disease. So how do we treat Addison's disease? Remember, it's hyposecretion of adrenal cortex hormones. Well, what are we going to do? Well, obviously, we're going to uh, uh, provide replacement adrenal hormones as needed, okay? And lifelong medication therapy is going to be required with these patients. Um, they're going to require uh, electrolyte replacement and uh, uh, steroid replacement for the rest of their life, okay? so. It's, a, it's it can be very difficult for a patient when they find out they have Addison's because um, they're they're not going to feel well without medication and second of all they're going to require this lifelong therapy. So what do we need to do? Remember what are we seeing cardiovascular? Remember with, with all these lectures and things you guys are going to notice I'm I'm always reverting to, ba- to back to what's happening with our cardiovascular, our neuro and our respiratory system um, because without these systems working we absolutely will die quickly. Okay, cardiac, respiratory, neural. So what's happening with our cardiac? System here. Remember, we have hypotension and tachycardia. So, what do we need to do? Well, we need to monitor vital signs. Okay, hypotension and tachy. Okay, so we need to get this patient monitored. Make sure that uh, you know that that we can keep vital signs within a normal range. And again, here we have this hyperkalemia. What can happen with hyperkalemia is we can have severe uh, cardiac dysrhythmias. Right. So. We want to monitor potassium, sodium, and calcium levels. <clears throat> I recently, had a patient in the hospital with a calcium of, of 14, um, and this was a dialysis patient who, who for whatever reason, they were not able to complete uh, dialysis on him. And this patient uh, was in desperate, desperate need of of, uh, of dialysis and and, and everything. And, and so, once once electrolytes get unbalanced, we start to um, See the effects very quickly, with with potassium, of course, those are going to be kind of cardiovascularly. With sodium, that's going to be kind of volume. With calcium, you know, we're going to see the effects in our patients as electrolytes become unbalanced. And again, remember we talked with uh, decreased uh, uh, steroids or hyposecretion of these of uh, these mineral or these glucocorticoids. We're going to see lower blood sugar. So we need to be treating low blood sugar. Um, we need to be monitoring. I know we don't talk about that a lot. A lot of times when we talk about blood sugars, we're talking about elevated blood sugars, you know, with our patients who have diabetes and things like that and providing insulin. But with these patients, it's actually going to be just the opposite. We're going to have to be giving um, carbohydrates. We're going to have to be giving possibly D50 uh, to our patients to bring their blood sugars up to an appropriate level, glucose tablets, whatever it is. And when we treat low blood sugar, so if we have a blood sugar that's under 60. First thing we can do, if if it's within an appropriate range under 60, so I'm talking if it's like uh, 50 or whatever, we can give 15 grams of carbs, and then recheck in 15 minutes. Whoops. So that's the 15-15 rule. Give 15 grams of carbs, recheck in 15 minutes. If our blood sugar, on the other hand, is much lower than that, we need to under we need to uh, probably draw a blood gas to check what their anion gap is. We can get into that a little later too, but we can also uh, give D50, that's dextrose 50, give an amp of that, half amp of that, and then recheck their blood sugar again in like in a few minutes and see where we're at. Okay, I've had patients with blood sugars as low as 10 or 15, um, that are in a, a diabetic, or, well, in a hypoglycemic coma, um, we have to get them to the ICU immediately, and then um, we, we kind of do the opposite of, What we do with uh, intensive insulin protocol is we uh, assess their blood sugars um, frequently trying to bring the blood sugars up to an appropriate level. Okay, so that's kind of what we're going to do with Addison's disease. I know that's kind of a a whirlwind, um, but hopefully that kind of helps you understand. I want you to go through this lecture a couple times until you're able to get it. Now the biggest thing that can happen with our patients here is what we're trying to prevent is we're trying to prevent an Addisonian crisis. What this is is it's an acute exacerbation of the symptoms of Addison's disease. And that, remember, as we've talked about, um, we have these, we have this potassium, the sodium, and this calcium that are very uh, uh, inappropriate. Okay, right? And so, what happens in Addisonian's crisis is we get a, a severe electrolyte disturbances. Okay, our, our electrolytes become so um, abnormal that we see. Um, Effects in our patients, so we need to monitor our electrolyte levels and cardiovascular status very closely. Um, we want our patient to be hooked up to uh, cardiac monitoring, continuous cardiac monitoring, and monitoring for any uh, dysrhythmias that we can that we're going to need to treat um, emergently. And then we administer these adrenal hormones as ordered. So, you know your glucocorticoids, your mineral corticoids. and our other hormones to help balance our patient out and try to um, reverse this crisis, okay? So if you guys have any questions, as always, be sure to let me know. Thanks for listening to the NRSNG NCLEX Prep Podcast. Online at NRSNGAcademy.com. We'll catch you next time.